Because we witnessed a five-day-long impeachment trial and uncover Governor Andrew Cuomo's nursing home cover-up. You're listening to Politics Politics, and this is the week of 2-9-2021. This is Politics Schmaltics. Politics always. So I hope you're having a nice extended weekend so far. Um, it's President's Day this Monday, so we get three-day weekends. And let's begin with the impeachment trial. Basically, this entire week, all the way from Tuesday till Saturday. Trump's team, he's managed to rebuild it. And the Senate have been having this sort of conversation slash argument. So on the very first day, the conversation slash argument was just whether the trial was constitutional or not. And really, the Republicans throughout this entire trial, they continued pushing like fake claims that the trial wasn't constitutional. But on the first day, it was voted constitutional with five Republicans joining the Democrats. The Democrats continued and they showed a ton of footage from video cameras and security cameras to make their case. Um, they showed footage of Officer Eugene Goodman telling Mitt Romney to evacuate. Um, Officer Eugene Goodman, he was also the officer who led rioters away from Congress, and he escorted Kamala Harris on Inauguration Day. They showed footage of Mike Pence being evacuated with his family, and they showed a bunch more footage because what you see, it makes a whole lot easier to believe. For many days, the Democrat continued this process of showing videos and argue and putting out truth and the republicans countered with lies they said that these videos that the democrats were giving were doctored they were edited and fake which they weren't um they also as i said before they continued to push claims that the trial was unconstitutional that's not true we talked about this in a past episode and they said that this trial was just political vengeance for the democrats Anyways, on the fifth day, it got complicated. Congress, they had this surprise vote over whether to actually have witnesses. And this was weird because the lawyers, they already had their flights scheduled home for Monday. This wasn't supposed to be a long trial, as where there was only one article of impeachment. Anyhow, this could have potentially extended the trial by days. And during their break, the Trump defense team said that they've prepared 300 witnesses, that for every witness witness that the Democrats brought, they were also allowed to get one. The Democrats wanted Representative Herrera Butler. I'm sorry if I mispronounced that. I'm not really good at pronouncing names. They wanted her to testify because she had she had witnessed a very loud, compassionate, and it was basically just a shouting fight between Trump and House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy. Um, Kevin McCarthy was basically telling Trump to like tell these rioters to go away, but Trump was like, I guess they care more about the election results than you, Kevin. Anyways, um, the con- Senate, they decided not to actually have witnesses. They just took a statement from Representative Butler, and then we had now Senate Minority Leader. feels weird saying that, but we had Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, he had this speech saying how Trump was absolutely in every way guilty of what happened at the Capitol. The thing is, though, ironically, he didn't vote 
to impeach Trump. The entire vote was whether Trump was guilty or not of inciting the crowd on January 6th. He gave a speech saying, yes, Trump was guilty, but he still didn't vote to impeach him. He voted no. I don't know why he did that. I guess he didn't have the guts. Continuing, Democratic, the Democratic impeachment team gave their final statements. Trump defense team gave their final statements. And Trump wasn't impeached. Unfortunately, it was a long shot in the beginning. The result was 57 voted guilty, including seven Democrats, and 43 voted not guilty. In order to impeach Trump, um, Congress, I mean the Senate, they needed 67 senators to vote guilty, meaning 17 Republicans needed to join all the Democrats. Analyzing the results of the impeachment trial, in my opinion, kind of seemed like a failure for Democrats. Um, it took five days of work that the Senate could have used for more purposeful reasons, and it didn't ban Trump from running for office in 2024. So <clears throat> if Trump was to be successfully banned from running for office, he would have he needed to have been impeached. And once Trump was impeached, they would have had to hold a separate vote. And with that separate vote, the Democrats, they would only need a simple majority needed to bar him from running for office again in 2024 and potentially whenever he wanted to. However, that won't be happening anytime soon. Um, So it was a massive waste of time, first of all. It seemed impossible to actually manage to get 17 Republicans to join the Democrats. That's an insanely high number. Many Democrats, before the trial even started, they knew they wouldn't get to that number, and yet they still continued with the trial. There were so many more useful things they could have done during that time. The president, is out of office, and we're in the midst of a pandemic. There's so many problems that we have to deal with now. And since the president is out, he's already out of office. We could have delayed this impeachment trial till after the virus was all sorted out with, until we had more calm times. We didn't have to do it right now. And I guess this was also an extremely big opportunity for more lies and conspiracy theories to be created and spread around. And as we've learned from the lawsuits and the barring of committee assignments, conspiracy theories and lies aren't good. On top of that, all of the senators who voted to impeach Trump and voted with the Democrats, they will face massive criticism and censuring. On the bright side, though, it is a victory to actually manage to convince two of the senators who first voted that the trial was unconstitutional into voting to impeach Trump. Next, this has deeply damaged Trump, and it has pretty much ruined his chances of running again as a Republican. If he does decide to run for president again in 2024, he would most likely have to run for another party or as an independent candidate. At least I hope. Who knows? The Republican Party is still after Trump. I mean, so many of them didn't vote to impeach him. We'll have to see in 2024. This next story, it's a great example of political bias and bias in the media. It's on Andrew Cuomo. He's the governor of New York uh, State. And the administration falsely reported the number of deaths in nursing homes by up to 50 percent. 
And this is for a man who so many people respect with his dealing of the virus. It's going to be a massive stain on his reputation. This entire pandemic, nursing homes have been having a ton of cases. And it makes sense. There are a whole lot of people living in that one building. And the vast majority of people living in a nursing home are over 80, which puts you at extremely high risk if you get the virus. On top of that, there are aides who visit who visit each person in the facility, making it even easier to spread the virus. Now, Andrew Cuomo, he wrote this book. It's called American Crisis, Lessons Learned from the COVID-19 Pandemic. And this is the description of the book. Governor Andrew Cuomo tells the riveting story of how he took charge in the fight against COVID-19 as New York became the epicenter of the pandemic, offering hard-won lessons in leadership and his vision for the path forward. Now, New York State, it is the fourth most COVID-19 cases in the U.S. and the second highest death toll behind California. So now this entire scandal basically started all the way back in March of 2020. Um, Cuomo signed this bill saying that even if a resident of a nursing home tests positive for COVID-19, they're still allowed to be let back into the nursing home. That puts Every single person in the nursing home at major risk. Why would you do that? He he later on did reverse this bill. But by then, it had already cost hundreds, if not thousands of deaths. Governor Cuomo said that his decision was backed by science. But as we see from the results, it clearly wasn't. The reasons for covering up the total deaths were they admitted this. So Trump couldn't use it against the state of New York as a political ammo, you know, so he could attack them. As were, you know, we know New York was a main target of Trump's COVID-19 attacks. I talked about in a previous episode way back when Trump said that New York would get the vaccine last. It also could have been to truly cover up the amounts of deaths there really were in the nursing home as a cause of the bill that he signed. Uh, this isn't confirmed, but many people think so. Um, and he may have done this so he wouldn't face as much criticism for that bill he passed. They had they didn't actually change the number of deaths in total. The number of deaths, it stayed the same. He just changed where the deaths were from nursing home to ER. Um, Cuomo said it didn't it doesn't matter where the deaths were, but honestly. He hid information from the public and he abused his power and he rightfully deserves to be relieved of all of his duties as governor. So this was pretty much it for this week. It was complicated. It was pretty sad. It was filled with impeachment or abuse of power related things. Um, but there is one last story. It's happier than all of the rest that I want to share with you. Um, so those of you who are excited about getting back into schools sometime soon, this is some relatively great news for you. The CDC has said that children need to get back into school and they've released these new guidelines that have gone more in depth. Um, although these guidelines, they may make it slightly harder to reopen schools. It also saves schools from struggles like not having to vaccinate all of their teachers. 
You are listening to Politics Schmaltics. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to subscribe to our mailing list and spread the word. If you didn't, feel free to send me feedback using the email politicsmaltics2020 at gmail.com. That's the same email you use to subscribe to the mailing list. You are listening to Politics Schmaltics, and this was the week of 2 9 2021. You were listening to Politics Schmaltics, and see you next week. <laughs>